Here comes Oldberg. Let's see how he looks, because Roman looks phenomenal. Don't, does a part of you wish that Gilbert would have come out there? Not even a little bit. <laughs> Gilbert! Looking forward to this match, man. This was the match I was looking forward to most during WrestleMania, but goddammit. But at least we'll get our money back in 30 days, so there's that. What do, what do you mean our money back? Our money back, motherfucker. Like, this household's fin- financial... Uh, uh, money just money motherfucker that we spent on our tickets for mania oh that way okay i thought you meant like you're gonna get money back from wwe or something i am technically for my mania tickets yes we're getting our money back in 30 days they said oh okay yeah and i'm supposed to be getting my uh wale money wale mania money back but i can't get my flight money back so spirit said there'll be no money today but on your deathbed you'll have eternal peace so I got that going for me. Uh, I heard flight nice. refunds is going to be like two weeks. Bro, no, they're not. Spirit's not even giving us a flight refund. What? They're giving us a free for six months. Oh, well, that's something at least. Yeah, it's, but we don't know how spirit. long this shit is going to last, though. Now, well, I know, Andrew. I didn't want to fly Spirit either, motherfucker. But we got two dollars <laughs> man, a piece. Because my parents were supposed to go to Cabo, and they got... Well, they got their points put back on where they were going to go to, and then um, for the, the they're getting a refund, but it's going to take probably two weeks for the flight. Yeah, Spirit already told us, nah, motherfucker. And I didn't want to do Spirit either, but again, man, I got two round trip tickets for a hundred bucks a piece. What was I, what was I supposed to do? No, that's a good deal. I can't really argue with that. I hate Spirit, man. I you know what I mean. I'm not even religious, but I be doing my hail marys every time that shit take off. They be having so, duct tape on the plane. They be having they be having porters out on the wings to make sure they stay down in flight. You know what I mean? Like, fuck man. that. That's the rub. <laughs> the whole plane is made out of duct tape, so it's okay. uh, it. missing. It's missing the left phalange. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I guess, man, if this thing works itself out, we've got a free flight to go somewhere for six months. Which that's bullshit. They need to extend it to a year. Now, did they make it of equal or lesser value or just a free flight in general? That's actually a good qu- question, man. I need to ask my travel agent on that to verify. <laughs> okay. I'm glad and I brought that up for you then. I think we all know who I mean. Amber. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, all I did all, she, all, all, I, all I did was give her the card, man. She found the flights. I mean, because you're in Atlanta, right? Yes. Yeah, they're like, uh, hey, free flight to Huntsville or Chattanooga. <laughs> Shit. I hate flying out of Atlanta too, man, because it seems like every time I fly out this melon farmer, man, it's hella turbulence. And it makes my booty hole pucker. I hate flying in general. Like literally, I just sit there like don't fucking talk to me, don't touch me, don't look at me. No. <laughs> yes, I want more alcohol. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> except to except when we start the descent, then I feel better. Yeah, I do too. When I can see the the city that we're flying into, when I can see it in the distance, or not even in the distance, when I can see it, and I'm like, okay, we're on our way. We'll be there shortly. Yeah. All right, but that quick. when when they go up in the air and they got the the nose of the plane all the way up in the air, and then they have to level it out, and it's that drop, and you just feel totally helpless. I hate that. Yeah, the beginning of the flight sucks for me. I need to be about an hour in, and then I'm pretty good the rest of the way. Yeah. 
So, here, last thing before we get started here, as we are recording just at the end of SmackDown this evening, I thought um, the dirt sheet was excellent. I know I already texted you guys that. But seeing Roman Reigns and Goldberg in at the end of the show, it, it's odd because it never really hit me like this, But and I'm sure maybe you guys have thought of it this way, but maybe isn't this a another way of passing the torch to Roman Reigns because Goldberg was the original defensive lineman from college to the NFL that hit it big and then the rock and and then now Roman I mean you know could this be one step of kind of that kind of in the spear thing you know these guys have a lot in common man how many fucking torches they got in WWE well that, that's know. my question because what Cena had to put it the, torch, the Rock the tor- tried to like put him over with pointing at him and then got booed out of the building and his eyes got big and he ran away and he didn't see him for two years. Uh, Hogan tried to put him over at some point, I think. Like, eh, could it be? Maybe. But it's also just an easy way to get people to cheer for Roman when he beats Goldberg because, you know, Goldberg's time was about a decade ago. Yeah, the problem with that is, though, they were running the risk of running into another uh, WrestleMania 20 fiasco with... Uh, Berg and Brock. That that's where I thought that 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 main event was had. Even though I personally was looking forward to the match, and, and you know I personally love Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns is one of the best wrestlers in the world. But um, I, I could see a scenario where that would have happened. But now we don't have to worry about that, do we? Yay, Rona! <laughs> Yay, Rona! Hey, <laughs> Corona! My Corona! Yeah, there you go. You're you're a day late and a dollar short. I did that uh, on Bandwagon Nerds. So, folks, we'll be right back with Pot is War. That's great. It starts with an earthquake. Birds and snakes and airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. I have a hurricane. Listen to yourself. Turn world to its own needs. Dummy, serve your own needs. Beat it up and knock speed. Grunt, no strength. The ladder starts to clatter with. It's the end of the world as we know it indeed. Hide your kids, hide your wife. But don't fret America, for I promise this too shall pass. But in the meantime, in between time, wash your hands and wash your ass. Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the post-apocalyptic episode of Pod is War. Pod is War is brought to you by the good folks at ShareShot Radio Network in conjunction with the CDC and... 
TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. And use your heads, you shall. And think about it. You ain't going nowhere. You can't go nowhere. Everything that you want to do, you can't do. So you might as well do a little shopping, right? Make yourself feel better. A little bit of retail therapy. And while you're doing that, man, click that mouse over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up an official chair shot t-shirt. Something you can wear proudly and loudly in the confines of your own home. You can model it. You can model hashtag journalism. You can model Jesus did the job. You can model save tag team wrestling in your own bathroom. Or if you have a length long mirror in your living room, as I do, you can do that as well. Either way, you're home. You ain't doing shit. You know you want to spend some money, and retail therapy is really a thing. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. Folks, I'm Mr. Velvet Pipes, Christopher Platt. As always, I'm joined by Mr. Andrew Belaz and the Commissioner PC Tunney, and we do apologize we did not have a show last week, but... We wanted to wait and see how everything shook out. And we wanted to take a step back, analyze each and every situation, and bring you our opinions as only we can. Live, raw, and uncut. Gentlemen, are you still alive? Well, yeah, but since when do we ever do that much prep? Sheesh, you made it seem like this is professional almost. I thought you were just going to say something like, you know, Tunney's computer came down with a white claw virus because he doesn't drink corona because he's a pussy i mean come on that could have been funny <laughs> god damn it balls they don't know unless you tell them man oh they've heard the show a couple enough times and no we don't do that much fucking prep waiting for things to shake out like we're fucking analyzing msnbc and cnn and like bbc and not the Pornhub hype and you know we're actually trying to be like oh let's parse out the data and find out what the truth behind this virus is no that's not us Maybe it's DPP because he's a scientist, but we haven't heard from him in a while. He must be on lockdown. And that, does Illuminati got him on, like, silence or something like that? Johnny, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> They're threatening a blood sacrifice if he talks, so he can't say anything. <laughs> he's got a gag order. And by <laughs> gag order, I mean he's got uh, Putin's nuts in his mouth or something like that. <laughs> I'm not sure that that's valid. What I am sure about is that he's been passing not- the time, apparently, that uh, with, with virtual golf. So, I don't know, he's got all this shit hooked up in the basement, and he's got the goggles on, so good for him and his fucking high-tech ass. And making some good-ass food tonight, too. You guys seen the picture I sent you, right? We did, we did. Yeah, those were uh, tasty-looking uh, chicken thighs, and I saw the deep fryer in the background as well. Yeah. Now, are so... you sure it's high-tech, and he didn't just, like, hook up a virtual boy from, like, 1993, and he's playing with that red fucking headache-inducing bullshit? No, here. Well, I can even show you the picture right now. I mean, now. we we yeah. all remember that migraine-inducing pile of shit. I'm pretty sure. Come on. Hold on. Here, there, you, guys see, you, guys seen, you guys seen the fried chicken. It looked pretty good. Hey, man, but before we get started, while he's looking for that, man, Andrew, man, everything good on your end, bro? Okay, that could be high-tech. Or maybe he's just got night vision goggles like in Step Brothers. Is he about to go into the garage and do some karate? I, I really, he, I'm kind of curious now. I think he's making room for bunk beds. Maybe awesome. he has, maybe, I think he has bunk beds. That's why he has more room for that activity. Right for there. activities, uh, yes. That's awesome. Uh, Does he have Randy Jackson's uh, signature on a katana? No? Okay, I guess not. I'm so, I'm Fine, sorry, he's not the big... I said, me. does he have Randy Jackson's excuse. signature on a katana? I what, what? Since when does this turn into a, 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 a Kansas hour? 
What'd you say? <laughs> you're not. I, if you think you're helping me right now, you're not. Nope. Still, still not helping. Still okay, though. Yeah. Yes. To answer your question, Chris, I'm not dead. I'm fine. It, this is a normal fucking whatever day we're recording on. I, you know, it's just people around me are fucking psychotic, but I'm okay. How about you? Well, I mean, to be fair, man, you probably are carrying hepatitis Z in that beard, so you're immune to anything anyway. But yeah, I'm good, man. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm Let me just I've bring been... my beard real quick. I'll, I'll drip some cure into it. It's okay. Oh. You want me to postmark it to you or something? <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, the funny thing is, man, because people think that we're kind of polar opposites, man, but we actually have very similar views of the world. We just kind of express them differently. And, you know, there's the the black-white thing, so there's going to be a little bit of difference there. But we have very similar views, man, and I'm just watching and sitting back and analyzing and just watching the natives lose their goddamn shit. And, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting show, man. Like, I've already tapped out, man. I I um I know what we are. And I know where mm-hmm. we're heading, and yep. I'm just here for the ride. And I'm just watching everything play itself out. Tony, do you have a different take on how you've been, or are you still kind of okay? Uh, boy, it's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. Oh, I'm just, well, I'm well you know, here, Platt, here, let me just, here, I'll, I'll sum this up before we get to topic number one. And what, Platt, you want to do a, a toast there? Okay, I was just going to take a shot, but okay, but say what Okay, you're... so I'll I'll just I'll sum up how I'm feeling and then Platt can do a toast before we get into topic number 1. Um I, I I'm bored and intrigued. Bored and intrigued. Yeah. That's kind of how that Pornhub subscription started. You know, it's like when you get to page 47, you know. And you just start clicking around, going, "Oh, what the fuck is that? I've never seen that before." You're now you're now you're kind of laying on your side with one arm up behind your head. You're no longer you're you're just kind of you're you're basically watching Netflix at this point, scrolling down through your own little. Anyway, and we all know so what, it's where, not where, your dominant arm in case you come up with something you're really intrigued by. Where? Well, you hope it falls asleep. You know. Anyway, what were we? Oh, no, the no, stranger. No. Yes. This is yes. <laughs> way off topic. But you were going to do a toast. No, I like this topic because you're goddamn right. Like, yo, I've picked cars with less thorough detail. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, as a child, my one requirement every time we got a new car in the house was, does it have cup holders? That was literally my level of detail as a child. And, and no bullshit, that's still kind of my only level of detail. I'm just like, it's got cup holders. This is mine. I'm good. <laughs> That's it. It's like, okay, no. Those moles, they're they're too unbelievable. They they just take me out the moment. Or I kind of wish you would have kept her shirt on on this one. Or, yeah, the story's a little little thin. Or Or sometimes the girl's a little thin. That's just not fun either. That's true. Mm. But that's hilarious, man, because that's something that every man in America can uh, relate to. I guess to first world problems, I guess. Yeah, 
Rob, welcome. And has it been a dream of yours to be a part of WrestleMania? Michael, let me tell you something. I've been watching since second grade from the nosebleeds when the WWE will come to Buffalo, New York, my hometown. I've been watching at the arena, FCW arena that is, in Tampa, Florida, to support my boy, Mojo Raleigh. When there was only five people in the stands. I've been to sold out WrestleManias in front of 80,000 people. And now I'm here in front of zero people. And I'm still hyped, baby. But this time I will be hosting WrestleMania because I'm ready for anything, Michael. That's right. You heard it right there. The brand new theme for Rob Gronkowski coming out on SmackDown tonight. It looks like Mojo Riley's going to be his hype man. He's going to have his back. Came out to the ring. Very interesting entrance. A lot of dancing. A lot of hype. WrestleMania is going to be two nights. He's going to be the host. He had a very interesting segment. Baron Corbin came out. He pushed him over. Uh, Mojo did the whole bit where he was kneeling behind him. Looks like we might get Elias and Baron Corbin. But you guys' thoughts on WrestleMania now being two nights. No fans. Rob Gronkowski is your host. So let me say this. Uh, first and foremost, there weren't, for people that are shitting on WWE for still putting on the show, they weren't left with a whole lot of options, all right? The show wasn't going to go on as scheduled. We all know that. And they weren't going to cancel it. They just weren't. We know that as well. So they were left with two options, either postpone it, which if you try to postpone it, you don't know how long this situation is going to last. We don't know how long we're going to be here or until we get back to some semblance of uh, normalcy or normality. And they got other shit going on, man. They're going to be going to Saudi Arabia in a minute. We got SummerSlam. Like, the beat goes on. So when And a third thing, there's a reason that they booked these stadiums and announced these stadiums a year out. Shit be booked, man. So we don't know if Raymond James or whatever the hell they call it, TGI Friday, Raymond James, Raymond Jones, LeBron James, James Harden, whatever the hell it's called. I'm a little offended. Come on, know the stadium. Let's go. TV well, I'm, 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 I'm literally doing that to fuck with you. because I, I know. You shit on my team. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, there, 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 there was only two viable options, and the other one was to do this in an empty arena. So... They did what they had to do. This is going to be interesting because I don't really see how you can do wrestling without a studio audience. I mean, last week's SmackDown was entertaining and intriguing, but that's because it was different. And then Raw happened and, you know, Raw was kind of shitty and they had that weird thing where Stone Cold kicked Byron in the balls and Undertaker came out looking like Leon from Curb Your Enthusiasm with a French braid. <laughs> and it was just, I don't know, man. It just wasn't weird. So it was weird. So I, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. They're going to try to pull it off. Two hours or two nights, rather, that's cool, because I'm thinking they're going to have like eight hours of, you know, eight to ten matches, and that's going to get boring within an empty arena. But they do have some room for creativity, and I don't know, man. I, I want to hear you guys' thoughts, man. We'll we'll see what they come up with. I'm I'm not very optimistic, but we'll see what they come up with. I mean, I think that's the rub right there is that there's room for creativity. And so far, they haven't shown to have any. Like on Raw, when you yeah. show the fucking yeah. Royal Rumble for an hour and just kill an hour for no reason, and then Stone Cold shitty 
fucking segment and all that other crap they were doing. That's not really creative. Even SmackDown was a little blasé. Better than Raw, but then again, it's also only a two-hour bite instead of a three-hour bite, so that might help. But they could take a page from AEW, because... That that was an empty arena show that was actually pretty fucking entertaining because they had the heels and the faces that weren't doing anything in the crowd and being entertaining. And who 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 could do that better than WWE when they have an entire jokey gimmick title with the twenty four seven title where they could just have all the mid carters and the lower mid carters in the fucking crowd pinning each other for the title, maybe come up with some big thing about they can't do it during a match, so they all, like, literally pause and sit down and watch and act like fans, and then the segues in between, instead of having to have video packages or interviews or something like that, you just see them wrestling, you see them fight up to the freaking uh, concourse, something like that, where you see, like, the bar stand, they throw somebody into like the beer the beers and you just see like a corona extra or something like corona sign everybody cries and runs away or something like that you know they they have so much fun shit they could do with 24 7 or with like their humongous roster could fill up the arena and kind of play along and i hope they're clever with it and they make it creative but so far in the last well we'll just say this week because the SmackDown with Triple H was actually somewhat entertaining, but this week has been a fucking awful example of their uh, lack of creativity, to put it nicely. I'll put it to you this way. It's hard for me to say WWE should do what AEW did because WWE is in a different spot in their wrestling year. They're coming to their climax. That's what she said. Pop. As we move towards (laughs) WrestleMania, right? They're not just having another show in a in a random part of their year, which AEW is AEW until they're established some pay-per-views in like until like five years from now, AEW is always going to be in a random part of their year. Right. Except for their one anniversary beginning show. But WWE has things they need to get over and get done right now. They can't have all this background noise you know, negating from what they're trying to do at a certain point of what they're doing on the show. Look at the things they're having to do right now. They're having to play old matches all the time. You know, that being said, me defending it, it's been horrible. It's been absolutely horrible. There's been a few things here and there that have been okay. There's maybe been one or two good matches. I can't even think which ones they are because I wasn't really that impressed anyway. I thought the dirt sheet was excellent tonight. I thought that was excellent. I thought Austin's stuff was absolutely horrible. I, I agree 100%. And I usually love everything that he does. I actually enjoyed what The Undertaker did with uh, <laughs> AG, AJ and the OC, to be honest with you. Because it was actually something that happened. It might have been a little long-winded. But once they got to it, it wasn't horrible. Undertaker looked pretty solid. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean... Tits didn't. Well, I mean, come on, there's, there's, I can think back to a day when we were all more entertained in wrestling and guys looked a lot worse than that. Uh, Touche. You got a point there. But the thing with what AEW did, because I agree, it was 
a, a vastly more entertaining show than anything that WWE has put out in empty arenas the past couple of weeks, but it was also hella reckless. And the thing is, I, I know, you know, they're billionaires, so they got it, so I'm assuming that everybody got tested before they were allowed to come into the arena, but it was also hella reckless, man. And you got to think about it, man. Okay, WWE, because it does sound like a good idea to have some wrestlers on each side of the faces in the hills, and they can boo and have atmosphere and stuff like that, but... It's mania, okay? So you're going to have two people in the ring, three people in the ring, including the ref. You're going to have announcers, which, okay, that that could be five to six people. And then you have to have cameraman, men and, and women and this and that. Like I, And what what is it, 50 people? Is that what the CDC is uh, suggesting, that you don't have any gatherings more than 50 people? They can hit They 50. changed it to 10 recently. <clears throat> right, oh, but at the same time, that doesn't apply for grocery stores. Well, that's not really a gathering, and that's no, essential. Okay, so the Performance Center having WrestleMania doesn't necessarily have to be a gathering for these people either. They can get briefed individually. They don't have to all be in contact together. You can have such a gigantic space, and you could probably have 100 people there. But maybe that's why they're doing it. Maybe that's why they're doing it in two nights, is so they only have 50 people there at a time. But that's literally my point. You can't. Because, I mean, between the production staff and the announcers and the, the performers themselves, man, hell, that's probably like 15 to 20 people by themselves. But isn't that why possibly part of WrestleMania is going to be pre-taped? I'm hoping most of it is going to be pre-taped because, number one, that's a lot safer for the athletes because, you know, athletes are more susceptible to this shit, especially wrestlers that are in close, such close proximity. Because if one wrestler gets it, you see this in the NBA, if one wrestler gets it, the whole locker room is going to get it. Plus, wrestling ain't exactly the most sanitary of sports. Like, that ring, we don't really think about it, but a dirty little secret, that ring is dirty AF. You know what I mean? Between people spitting and bleeding, and they've been walking backstage all day and getting God knows what tracked onto their boots, and then they're walking in and out of it, and mm-hmm. they're sweating and on it. Hey, you know, that's a, a breeding ground for bacteria. No, you're completely right on that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I get what Tony's saying. Tony's completely <laughs> right where the mania can't be canceled because of what it is to WWE. But uh, I, I don't I don't know. I just here's, I hope here's the funny thing, though. Have we heard of any of these wrestlers testing positive for coronavirus? Yeah, have we the, heard of any of them being tested is a better. Question. That's the thing, because the, the law averages dictates that at least one of them or a few of them do have the virus. Like, I bet that's you, just law. I bet you one of the three of us probably have it. Well, I don't. So I can't speak for y'all. No, but you could have you could you could have it you could have it and show no symptoms whatsoever. Yeah, you could be asymptomatic, just like Idris Elba. So you maybe just, you do have it. Chris. You just have to be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What did you call him? Idris, isn't that or Idris? Which one is it? I've heard it both ways. Which one? Which one no, do you, you call him? No, you haven't. I have actually. No, Remember, you haven't. I, I'm around white people. I've heard it multiple ways. No people. Yeah, nobody can probably. pronounce things right. Ha! See, yeah. you know. So yeah. is it Idris or Idris? Uh, Idris. There we go. Idris Elba. So, you know, he's he's asymptomatic. So who knows? I get what you're saying. But fuck. Honestly, the only person that probably has to be concerned in WWE, like he's literally concerned. No, is Roman. Because he's he just came off of fucking leukemia. So you know his immune system isn't exactly wonderful. 
it's been a year removed, but like it's not like that just goes away and suddenly he's in completely perfect health ever again. Like you know what I mean? Like that goes into remission, but it doesn't like disappear into the vast cosmos and suddenly he's he's purified. So so because he had the was it the donkulticulitis? I totally butchered that name. Donkulticulitis. Also, yeah, but it, that also affects your immune system you as yell well. Yell at so me for Idris Elba and. Don- <laughs> Donnie Darko Ticolitis, whatever. Donnie Darko Ticolitis. There we go. That's the perfect name. But yeah, they should record shit because it's probably going to be safer for the uh, for the athletes, man. Just you got them there, and you're not going to have a whole lot of people there to spoil the outcome. So you might as well record the shit, and then you can edit the shit and make it look as good as you possibly can. I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do, but I don't have high hopes. I'm not going to lie, and I'm also disappointed because. I had my whole, we had our whole mania trip mapped out. We had paid for shit and we were good. So that's a little disappointing, but you know, nobody yeah, gives a shit clip. <laughs> Lots of people's plans have been fucked up, but at least you're getting reimbursed for it, right? And that's the least of my concerns, man. I mean, on a personal note, yeah, I'm pissed off, but I understand why everybody did what they did. The funny thing is, well, okay, we'll, we'll get to that in later topics. Okay, I don't want to step on later topics. All right, are you telling me we should go to topic number two? We could. Does anybody else have anything salient to bring to this topic? Not really. Just a lot of hope. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just going to be weird, man. And I mean, obviously, we're all going to watch. And the two night thing, the 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 um, there's nothing else. The to do. thing I worry about is that this might become the norm. And I like the idea of a two-night mania, but I don't like the idea of a two-night mania, if that I makes mean, sense. If this is the norm, what's the cliff? <clears throat> I, cheers. Uh, uh, cheers. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Making it in the world today takes everything you got. Everybody's no, 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 no. Oh, you're doing your own thing. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> He's Chris. Of course he's doing his own thing. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to actually sing the real words, but you already fucking went your own way, so that's fine. You can go your own way. Everybody wants to go where nobody's got the Rona. And they're still drinking Corona. Doom, doom. <laughs> you want to be where people see you can cough and it's all the same. <laughs> you want to <laughs> wanna go where using hand sanitizer isn't lame. Do, 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 do. All right, yeah, topic number two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, gentlemen, we've already been talking all about the coronavirus and one particularly large superstar who started off by saying, make sure you wash these hands. Now there's a lot of people that want to give him these hands right back. Kind of insensitive on what he said on social media. Let me read that for you before we get into the topic here. If I may. 
I'm, I'm going to read this way better than I am fumbling around trying to find it. Right yes, now. roll roll <laughs> that beautiful bean footage, Tony. Well, while you're looking for it. <clears throat> roll that beautiful bean footage. Staying alive in the world today takes everything you got. I really just want to sing this song with Staying the real away, world. Social words. distinction yeah, kills me. Or would help a lot. World, you're going to sing it with Miz? Yeah. When you like to yeah, get with it the Miz. <laughs> hey, hey. Oh, oh, wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes <laughs> more so hey, hey. everybody oh, oh. that necessarily know your name. <laughs> and Platt still singing his game. Do, do, do. You want to be where people see. You can shake and it's all the same. <laughs> you want to go where using hand sanitizer ain't lame. All right. Braun Strowman, this is what he said about the coronavirus as it pertains to cancellations in the wrestling world, I would imagine. Here we go with more of the somebody pay for my bills stuff. If you can't afford to pay your bills, maybe you should change professions. That's why I quit Strongman. I loved it, but I couldn't afford to live. So instead of making a GoFundMe or a Patreon wanting someone else to take care of me, I went out and worked harder than I ever did in my life to get where I am. What happened to being accountable for your own actions? And then he went on with another message that I don't have the exact words for. Those were exact words. Um, something like, you know, he packed everything up in his Kia Soul with 150 bucks and went to Florida and made a name for himself. So, gentlemen, your thoughts on the reaction of to Braun Strowman's thoughts, first and foremost, and kind of like what the economic effect is going to be here, not only on wrestling, but, you know, humanity in general i mean this is a global pandemic uh, the internet said so <laughs> yes and whenever the internet says something it's obviously true right that that's the world we live in right now i'm not but, uh, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm displaying that as a as a mo- as a moderator moderating okay. moderating good you're moderating moderately good job i appreciate that how do we put this Braun did not word it eloquently. He did not really word it in a smart way. But is he really wrong if you read it? Like, it's not just this, but in general. Like, this Patreon, OnlyFans, fucking all this other just shit that they're selling, like, outfits or time or, you know, fucking GoFundMes because they can't fucking pay their bills one way or the other. I understand what he's getting at, and I love how I've seen some complaints that go, oh, yeah, well, Braun says all he had was $150, but he's a big man, and he did strongman, so he knew Vince has, a, like, a propensity to like his style anyway, so, yeah, it's so hard for him to get a job. So what what they're boiling that down to is maybe maybe wrestling isn't for everybody. Maybe if you're a little flippy-dippy dipshit who can't fucking, you know, cut cut weight make make your fucking bills on indies and you need to have a real job and all this other shit maybe maybe it's not for you maybe it is for the guys that look like wrestlers like everything doesn't need to be all inclusive like it's the the arguments i've seen against braun are a little stupid because of the simple fact that they're just like oh well you don't understand it's hard for people that don't look like you maybe they shouldn't be part of wrestling like everything is not for everybody 
Like, when are we going to start thinking, like, whoa, NFL should be for everybody, too, instead of just, like, the couple thousand people that actually make it into the fucking league? Like, where where is the line? Like, when did when did wrestling become something that any schlub off the street should be able to do and provide for their family if they don't deserve it when it comes to skill, recognition, exposure, yada, 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 yada. So, Braun was a little ineloquent, a little dumb, but not that completely wrong. Platt, do you have a different take on that? I do. Wow, that took a turn. Um, number one, I'm going to say this. You're a hater. Because if a chick can get Hated. on and show her titties while live, while reading the script to Mary Poppins and people are willing to pay her for that, God bless her. Who am I to judge her for that? You know, fuck it. If somebody wants to sit up here and pay me to show my tits to read the screenplay to Mary Poppins, I'm all for it. Hashtag please. the real C. Platt only fans. Yeah. Please, please don't give us a virtual hug right now. Please. Yeah, uh, don't no, do that. Put your shirt back on. Put your shirt back on. Okay. Put it back on. Do not. On. No, do Keep not. On. Put it back on. Put it back. Leave it. Keep it on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, no, I'm, I'm no, crazy. no. Yes. Thank you. Okay. I'm totally breaking kayfabe. Ladies and gentlemen, I never even attempted to remove my shirt. Anywho, so okay, okay yeah, the sure. things with with Bron said, he's not. You're you're right, boss. He's not wrong. But my black ears hear this, man. And when I hear a statement like that, that's where I go with this. It's like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. White privilege is not a thing. Yada yada yada. Nobody's saying because you're white that your life isn't going to be shit or you're not going to have issues, or you're not going to have to overcome obstacles, you're not going to have to put work in. Nobody's saying that. The only thing that we're trying to say is that your skin is not going to be a hindrance to what the fuck you do. And with Bron, number one, bro, you got it in the game because Mark Henry saw you at a strongman contest and you're big as shit. Not saying you didn't work hard, but you got a look, and that got you in some doors that some people might not get into. And I mean... I'm just saying, man, from an economic standpoint, man, there's a lot of people like the the major companies, they're going to be good because most of them are backed by billionaires. But, you know, people that that's the thing that's so fascinating by this. I'm not so much worried about the pandemic. I'm worried about the ramifications after the pandemic. And most of those are going to be felt economically. I mean, you have total countries just shutting the fuck down. And there's a lot of in- industries that are shutting down as well. Like, we're going to feel the ramifications from this for a long time coming, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Now, bringing it, doubling it back to the wrestling thing, you know, Mania Weekend, there's a lot of independent shows that are running, which, you know, their whole year was predicated on getting that WrestleMania check or that WrestleMania bump. So, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are going to go by the wayside, not being able to get that. Like, again, the bigger companies, they're going to be able to survive. But, I mean, that's the thing, man. I mean, people can't eat. Like, we can't be but so callous in these times, man. Like, it, it, it is a lot of mill farmers out here that can't eat. And there are a lot of people that love this industry and are trying to make a living through this industry, and they just can't. And that sucks. And, you know... Brom wasn't wrong, but it's very insensitive, and it's like, yo, okay, it's not like everybody can get into the E, because everybody doesn't have the natural advantages that you have, you know what I mean? And to... That, that, that's a, you're dipping your toe in the hater rate a little bit right there. You wanted to say that I, I was kind of 
ragging on, you know, the attractive women who can get the OnlyFans for just, you know, showing their titties and reading a fucking book or whatever. You're ragging on him a little bit just for being a big, strong man dude who happened to have a look that the E prefers. So that's no, why he no, got no, no, no. What an I'm advantage saying, because no, of how no, he no. looks. What I'm saying is we live in a capitalistic society, and however you can get it, I'm not going to judge you by how you get it. Okay. Just go and get it because you literally can't eat. If you, if, if you ain't got no money, you literally can't eat. So I'm not going to be mad at somebody that's trying to set up a GoFundMe or a fans only or something like that. Like, if they can do it, do it. There if somebody's needs to be willing a to level be, of realism, though, too, though. Say that again? I mean, there needs to be a level of realism, too, when it comes down to, okay, let, let, let's use this, for example, because I don't, I don't know how well you how much you follow certain independent wrestlers. I know... Shazza McKenzie is an independent wrestler who last year she said that she quit her job of like 13 years and she's scared. Her mom was concerned, but she's going to try to make a living off of wrestling. So she knew what could possibly happen. And then a few days ago, she puts out a tweet that, I mean, I think she said like 32 dates or something like that of hers or 32 matches were canceled over the next like month and a half because of that. So she's concerned. She had a realistic kind of outlook on things initially, so I hope that she's all right. But there's many people that just go into something like this with giant aspirations and no real landing ground of reality. Like, you know, let, let, let's think about a couple years ago, not even a couple years, let's say tw 10, 20 years ago. If you were about to not make a payment on your mortgage, there wasn't really a lot of places you could go to to crowdfund some money to, you know, make your fucking payment and figure you had to figure it out. You had to you know, have a side hustle. You had to fucking borrow money from friends or family or something like that and work it out that way. I can understand why people are a little sick of everything coming down to crowdfunding because it seems like it's that way for literally everything, even before the quote unquote pandemic. Every time somebody had something happen, they didn't have money saved or they weren't really thinking about shit or their wrestling style wasn't really conducive to somebody who maybe didn't have a ton of money in case something went wrong. Where, yes, wrestling, you could wrestle the safest and you could still get busted open and fucking something could go wrong. But if you're not doing yourself any favors, why should people necessarily be empathetic to your plight? Because if people are willing to be empathetic to your plight, who am I to judge you? Hell, but then who I'm are you working to judge a job, that don't I'm working a, a job about right you. now that I <laughs> absolutely hate. And I actually have talent, but I got to do what I got to do because, you know, you got to eat. And until I can figure out the next move and the next play, I got to do what I got to do. But, but it's I, and I actually have talent, but I'm not going to hate on somebody else. If somebody else is willing to pay your bills and you find a crowd and you've been able to cultivate an audience for yourself, I'm not going to hate on that, man. I, I can't. How can I? I look at it that it's two sides of the same coin. So eventually there's a saturation point where people just get sick of seeing the same shit or get sick of seeing the same kind of pity party fucking posts. And then they say something. Now, that's the problem with social media because you used to just be able to bitch to your friends or call somebody and be like, yeah, this guy's an asshole because of this. But now you put out a tweet and 20 million fucking people see it and you look and you get vilified <laughs> because you're on the other side of the coin. But I can't really be mad at somebody for being sick of seeing this shit because one, yeah, you you might not be able to judge, but I could definitely see people just getting sick of the same bullshit over and over, and I can't do this and I can't do that, and I'm homeless now because of these reasons, and it's like, 
come the fuck on. <laughs> Nobody's saying I'm homeless because of no, these reasons, but we can't we obviously but we also can't lie that shit is real out here in the field. Like we can't we can't lose our humanity, man. I understand where you're coming from, because most of the time when it comes to these social media arguments, man, you and I fall on the same side of the coin, but at the same point in time, man, we have to maintain our humanity, man. And if motherfuckers aren't allowed to make a living or aren't able to make a living, and it's not just wrestlers, man. There's you know, there's entertainers, there's musicians, there's mm-hmm. comedians, people that, you know, depend on drawing a crowd in order to make an income. Like, there's a lot of people out here that this shit is fucking up their bag, man. And and it, a lot of normal people, too, man. They're shutting down retail stores and this oh, and yes. that. Like, there's a lot of people that aren't able to make a bag right now, man. And we there's going to be a lot of waiters and waitresses that get fucked over, too, because they get yeah. paid up shit and they rely on tips. And but that's, it, yes, and that that's all that shit is unfortunate, man. Like, you know what I mean? You get one good job, balls, and all of a sudden you turn into <clears throat> Lord Barrington the Third. What the fuck, man? Lord Barrington. Oh, I should wear a monocle <laughs> for this shit and a top hat. No, it's Tony, not even Tony, that. I just like I said. Makes, it, I, I think Teddy was trying to get in here and say something. I Tony, you want to say something? No. Whenever you guys are finished, I'll just wrap it up in a nice little bowl. Like okay. I said, I think it's just it's a saturation point because just like we said, it's a lot of other people too, and it's just it gets to be a bit much. Yes, there's normal people that have the problems, but it's just like I was saying before, if you had a foreclosure or a bankruptcy or something like that, you figured it out because that was one thing or the other happened. You didn't have the money to fucking pay it. You figured it out 15, 20 years ago. So how is OnlyFans and and crowdsourcing and crowdfunding? How is that different from figuring it out? It's another way of figuring it out. It is, but it's also more visible, so it touches it. It is ac- It's not accessible. It's visual, it's visible to people that don't want to see it, so it's gets old after a while. Like if you call family members, you know which family members you could call that could maybe help you out to float like mortgage or something like that for a month. And you know, there's some motherfuckers that'd be like, well, if you saved better, or if you had a better job, or if you didn't drop out of college, or if you got your masters, you know, you'll get a fuck speech instead of like a little bit of help that you'll pay back you know when things figure out those people that want to give you a speech are seeing this shit that they don't want to see and eventually it gets to a saturation point where people are going to say something let me tell you how fucked up my family is i'm that guy that they call and i'm fucked up but i'm that guy (laughs) they call because they know if they call me i'm not going to say no i'm that guy but you know what i'm talking about everybody that person in your family who you can and can't call Twitter, social media, Instagram, all this shit has made it so that all the people that you would normally wouldn't call now see these posts that basically to them say, I'm an immature, irresponsible piece of shit. Give me money because I can't make my own living. But, but that, are you an immature, irresponsible piece of shit or are you like the majority of Americans which are living from paycheck to paycheck and one disruption can severely damage your way of life? And it's not like you're going out there and you're getting your check and you're buying caviar and shrimps and lobsters and shit like that. Like, that's just the reality of the situation we live in, man. Most melon farmers live paycheck to paycheck. It is what it is. And that's I'm not going to be mad cool. at somebody that's, that is got enough game to talk some strangers into paying and, and, you know, helping them eat. I can't be mad at that. Like, but we you, live in a capitalist society. So you can't be right. mad at you, – you set up the society mm-hmm. where cash is king. Yeah. Now you can't be mad with how people learn or adapt 
or try to get cash. You can't be mad at that because you set the rules of the game. So now you won't want to change the rules of the game in the middle of the game, and it don't work like that, man. You can be a skeptical motherfucker that some people might be living beyond their means because we all know we all have friends that live beyond their fucking means, and then suddenly they're broke, and then they never have fucking money, or they never have this, and you always have to pick up a check for them or whatever. So there's plenty of skepticism because the world, for as empathetic and nice or how many avenues there are for people to kind of find people to give them money there's a huge don't trust anybody fuck you you're lying to me kind of mentality which i'm pretty sure all of us have to a degree because working in business you can't really trust what everybody says at face value it's kind of like if you say like you know this fucking thing I bought here broke. Here, here's the receipt. I swear it happened, and it w- it wasn't by any fault of my own. Like, there's always gonna be people that lie to take advantage of a situation. And if you're burned too many times, or if you're just sick of seeing it, you're gonna react that way. Now, are you reacting on the wrong person? Perhaps, but you can't necessarily say that the information they've collected is any less valuable than your you know, basically validating the side hustle aspect. You're, you're right. It's a capitalistic society. If they can get money getting whatever they need to do, more power to them. But you also can't judge a people and just get sick of it. And you can't vilify them because, you know, how do you know this person? How do you know this person that set up the Patreon or whatever really is a mature adult that's just living paycheck to paycheck and isn't just an idiot? That's fair, too, man. You bring up a good point. I can't argue that point, but, you know, at the same time, I can't hate on somebody that has found a lane. And, I mean, if these people, you know, there are certain people that have have dedicated their lives, excuse me, to certain professions that are going to be adversely affected during this crisis. Perfect example, the Russell Kyle situation. And I'm glad that cooler heads heads prevailed and, you know, the Marriott decided to give them their money back, but... I know one of the guys that is involved with WrestleCon. He's not the guy, but he's one of the guys, if that makes sense. He's not the guy it guy, does. but he's one of the guys. It, it does that make sense? sense? I got you. Yeah. Those dudes, they're not wealthy people. You know what I mean? And, you know, that little, you know, six figure, that 119000 they were trying to put him on the hook for, that would have destroyed them. That would have killed him. I don't know if they would have been able to bounce back from that and go to L.A., you know, the next year. I mean, just little stuff like that. But And, you know, the Marriott guy... But yeah. I mean, you know, just little stuff like that in these indies and all these all these guys. You know how it is, man. These these uh, men and women that are out there hustling on the indie scene, man, they'll have five, six dates booked for WrestleMania, man. They could fuck around and make, you know, 10, 15, 20 grand during WrestleMania week, weekend. And now they're losing mm-hmm. that. But and, and at the same point in time with the Marriott, man, like I know hotels don't really the dirty secret is hotels don't really make paper all like that, man. You know, the hotels that make the most paper is those flea bag ends. And the reason they make the most paper is because that's where dudes go to go shoot up their drugs or, or do their drugs and fuck hookers. And it's like a revolving door. They be in and out. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. you can rent the same room like four or five times a day. And that's, you know, they make mad. But these forty dollars on top of garbage is a lot better over like oh, a lot better profit than than $200 for a nice room in a big hotel. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and I understand where the Marriott was coming from, man, because that uh, that buck 19 that they were counting on with WrestleCon, not only did they already fit that into their budget, they had probably already spent it. So it might come into a situation where they got to start laying off people because they can't afford to pay their salaries. And that's the point I'm making, man. This whole shit is fucked up, man, and the game is fucked up, and we need to figure out a different way how to do this. Mm-hmm. That, that's all I'm saying. That's the point. Oh, I'm no, saying. I get you. That, that's a good point. And you know what, Tony? 
before you say what you said, I think this was the most first take topic we've had in a fucking long time. So at least we go back to original pot is war kind of mentality. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I... God, you guys took for fucking ever. Was it not entertaining? Like, do you have to edit some of? Some no, of it no. I'm sure. I'm sure the listeners loved it. Yeah, right. You're talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the listeners probably loved it. I'm, I'm sitting, you, Tony, I'm sitting here trying to think of my bowl the entire fucking time here. I love you, Tony. You know I love you, Tony. We go back like spinal cords and car seats, but kiss my ass, Tony. I'll just say, Braun, it was insensitive and unnecessary. There is a twinge of advice to people coming up and people that are starting to make a buck and you know in the end it it just wasn't a good look for him is it really that important what he said no overall it's <laughs> not but you know how social media is they're gonna make a big deal out of it because that's what social media does plus motherfuckers is just bored right now and they've been looking for a reason <laughs> to snap you know give what I mean? Give it two weeks. Give it two weeks. I will say the next this, though. Controversy. Exactly. But let me give y'all a little bit of game, man, from the poet, poet lariat Brad Jordan, a.k.a. Scarface. You make $12, put the seven away, and live off the five, and never ever fuck with your safe. Delete! 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 That's right, the brand new addition to AEW is the one and only Matt Hardy. Gentlemen, your thoughts on where he landed, what his potential there is, and how he can help that company build itself in the next couple of years. Well, I mean... This was the worst kept secret. The only thing that we were wrong on is that we all assumed that he was going to be the leader of the, uh, as Jim Cornette puts it, the dork order. And that ended up being Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee. But we we all knew. Hell, Vince knew he was going to go to AEW. But that's what Vince feels about the Hardys. Like, Jeff has always been the star in that company. We all know that. But, I mean, Matt is he's a super creative guy. And it's a good thing to have a guy like that that is so creative on your side, and he will be able to, he'll be able to, uh, to to come up with some creative television. But I don't know how much of a needle mover he's going to be because as much as we all loved the whole broken saga, how many more eyeballs did that really draw to TNA slash Impact? I mean, in a way, for argument's sake, we can look at it that it did kind of reinvigorate TNA impact it, it kind of it took it them off of life again. support a little bit and more people it, started paying attention a little it got me watching again so that's fair yeah, you got to same it. Yeah. me too yeah. now granted in the large spectrum of things is it going to change their number from say 900,000 on average to 1.2 or 1.3 probably not it, it'll probably still be the same number of people because I feel like the people that wanted the broken universe were watching anyway because they don't like what WWE is presenting. So it, it, it's one of those weird situations, I suppose. But the, I think 
the worst thing that comes from the Matt Hardy reveal and the Zibrodi Lee reveal is the simple fact that it's just it feels like a lot of impact retread where you just take a bunch of old vets a little past their prime or mid carters and you throw them into your main main storylines and try to make them a big deal. I completely hated, completely hated the Brody Lee line where Christopher Daniels was saying he didn't, you know, believe it existed. Brody Lee said something like, you're not the only old out of touch man that didn't believe in me. Motherfucker, you were injured for 60% of your fucking career in WWE. You were injured when you were a Wyatt family member. You were injured shortly after you became an Intercontinental Champion after Rowan got in. So it was like, if Rowan wasn't hurt, Harper was. So when you're on this shelf more often than you're in the fucking ring, how can anybody believe in you? Or how can anybody want to, you know, get behind you and give you a decent push? So... My my biggest, I guess, takeaway for Matt Hardy isn't even about Matt Hardy. It's more, how long is it going to take till Brody Lee's out because of an injury? But, Balls, you got to understand, man, for the last 20 years, man, for all intents and purposes, everybody that's been anybody and has any type of rate, name recognition in the industry has spent some time in WWE. So, I mean, I mean, what what the hell, man? Like, you're, you're hoping that these guys that, that we all can all agree that they have misused have more value than WWE saw that they had. And maybe you let them go, give them a little more, more creative freedom, and maybe they can create something. They can get some eyeballs on the product. What else, what else are they supposed to do? Pardon me. No, I didn't, I didn't say they're not supposed to do that. But it's just, it's a very similar retread with the quality of people they're bringing in and trying to hype up. I'm not saying you don't ever use WWE talent because WWE took a AWA talent, they took NWA, WCW talent and repackaged them and stuff like that. But they didn't always throw them right into the main card or they didn't make it to be like this big thing like oh you were misused there you'll be used better here. Yeah, um how how's Sean Spears doing in AEW? When he was uh, misused as Ty Dillinger, is he uh, on a winning streak? Is, is he, like, lighting the world on fire? Is, is that how he's doing it in AEW right now? Is, is hey, that man, what but WCW, how did WCW get popping? They took some ex-WWE guys. The they biggest guys. The they they flipped the script a little bit, mm-hmm. and they came up with a, a, a storyline that resonated and no. popped off and when and, and you know got mainstream america talking about it so but that was big main event players they'd be like okay if AEW got randy orton that's something to talk about that's something that's a one-to-one if you make one go from the main event in one company to the main event in the other company sure but trying to push Brody lee luke harper whatever the fuck you want to call his always injured fucking salt and pepper goat looking fucking face ass as like some kind of big fucking imposing fucking uh power and dark dark confidant and the fucking the fucking reference to bray wyatt in the ring right before he fucking did the discus lariat where he put him in like the sister abigail kind of position and then then discus lariated him it's like it's heavy-handed. Like, could, so could, could they be we, more clever? Are we not? Are we going to ignore that? What was it, PC? Was it two or three years ago when Luke Harper, aka Brody Lee, was one of the hottest guys in WWE, and there was talk that he was going to be involved in the uh, the main event angle with Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, and he was hot as fish grease. Are we going to ignore that? Are we also going to ignore? I was in the building. 
when Broken Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy returned mm-hmm. to the WWE. That's literally the biggest pop I've ever heard in wrestling live in my life. So, I mean, there there is some value so, there. Like if, and all you're hoping is that they can come up with some creative shit that is going to get people to want to watch your show. That's all you're hoping yes. with. Yeah. I, no, you're right. And, yeah, when the Hardy Boys came back, that was a huge pop. Now, was there ever a lot of fanfare for just Matt Hardy, version one, stronger than death, can't be killed, Matt Hardy? Do you remember all the fanfare that happened in ROH when he was in there wrestling against Kevin Owens? No. Do you remember before the Broken Universe in TNA Impact? No? No. Oh, but you put Nero, you put Jeff Hardy in there, now people care. So, I mean, you're right, yes. Ideally, you want them to turn into something. But it's not like they're exactly taking proven commodities and working them in. So, if it works out for them, good. But if it feels like a retread, or if it just feels kind of out of date, in a sense, or if Brody Lee gets hurt in, say, four months... Then, uh, then what are we going to do? Because, yes, I remember when he was feuding with AJ Styles and they both went over the top of the Battle Royal and landed at the same time, quote-unquote, and had to have a one-on-one. But AJ Styles won that, and nobody complained. Then I think Harper got hurt again. And then we had the Bludgeon Brothers. And then Rowan got hurt. And then Harper decided to get hurt after that, too. And you, you're noticing a pattern? Yes, I'm noticing a pattern. <laughs> you're hating on your fellow uh, beard brethren. I mean, if he wasn't constantly hurt, there'd be no hate. But I, I just don't like throwing shade at somebody when it's not like you were a thousand percent healthy and the the beacon of, you know, hard work and just missed opportunity when your ass was in a cask or fucking, in, you know, in a hospital bed more often than not. But you know how this goes, balls, man. The quickest oh, yeah. way to get over is oh, the yeah. shit on WWE. Right. And the, the crazy thing is you're... You know, you're sticking up for WWE. Like, you know, what the hell is happening here? But, it's, I mean, that's... unoriginal. That's It's getting old. Is, I think that's my biggest gripe with AEW is they come out with the whole, we're the alternative. Then Cody smashes a throne that looks like Triple H's with a sledgehammer like Triple H's. And then they reference WWE constantly, and they reference WWE constantly, and they reference WWE constantly, and they reference WWE constantly. Well, WWE or WCW rather did the same thing when they got over. I I, I feel you. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I, I think that they do it a little too much. You have to create your own identity. But at the same point in time, WCW did the same thing. They gave away match storylines and whatnot. And you know that was immediately though. That was Bischoff's kind of thing after the Monday Night Wars became more of a thing. Like, initially, sure, they took Luger. You didn't really see them going, fucking Vince didn't know what to do with our total <laughs> They, they made him narcissistic, and they made him win a DQ or whatever the fuck it was against Yokozuna and made it seem like he won the fucking world's fucking peace. No, no, they didn't do that. <laughs> but nobody knew what to do with Luger. And kind of go back to uh, our last topic just a little <laughs> bit, man. Is Lex Luger, and, um, uh, you know, God bless Lex Luger. He seems to have, you know, he's going through some shit, and he seems to be a, a decent guy now. But is Lex Luger not the ultimate uh, symbol of white privilege? A motherfucker that just looks like a million bucks but can't wrestle, can't talk, but he was still a top guy just because of how he looked? Come on, man. I, I can give you that. I can. I can give man. you that. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. <laughs> I, 
I don't even remember what the topic was. What was the topic? Well, what, here, what let me just let me, let me just wrap it up for you since you guys don't know what the fuck was the last no. topic. <laughs> that was the last topic. The topic we're talking about right now, though. Oh, was Matt Hardy? Yeah, yes. that, there we go. Yes. So here's what the last. The fuck? Yes. <laughs> broken topic for Broken Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say this though before you. Shout out to Matt Hardy, though, because you brought this up earlier, Balls. I don't even know if this made air, but you were talking about how WWE offered him a shit ton of money, but he decided he wanted creative freedom more than money. And, I mean, he's in a position to be able to do that, man. He's got a house. I'm pretty sure his house is paid for. He's good. He's got a beautiful wife. They've got kids. Like, he's good. So he can chase his creative niche right now and scratch his itch because he put himself in a position to do that, which... Frankly, that's a lesson to be learned by everybody, man. Put sure. yourself in a position where you can do exactly what the hell you want to do. Yep, agree. It's not easy, but it can be done. <clears throat> I don't know if I completely agree with what you're saying because I would say a microcosm for what's going on between AEW and WWE is really happening with the Hardy Brothers. One of them is worthy enough to be involved in predominant storylines, and one of them is in AEW. <laughs> one of them one of them's a hall of famer the other one's gonna be a hall of famer because he's part of the hardy boys yeah but I'm, that's always what it was man wwe always saw money in jeff and not necessarily matt but matt right. is the creative and, one out of the two but that's, and that's not a not to anybody because I, I had the opportunity to meet both of them. They're both cool ass dudes. I'm not shitting on either one of them, but I mean, Jeff does so many it, drugs. I think he's pretty creative too. Like he had the band, he had his own art, he had that ugly fucking title that TNA decided to make for him when he was part of Immortal. He and he has, he has that. multiple characters too. He also had Willow, so there's that. And he had Itchweed. You don't remember Itchweed? Yeah, yeah those got a. Well. Let's wrap this up. In the weed let's, let's wrap this up with no. Let's wrap this up with a. It was the best. Let's wrap this up with a quote. Let's wrap this up with a quote from Almost Famous, right? Where he's up on top of the roof at the house party after the show when he left the band, and he's like, really he's good. gonna he's gonna jump into the pool, and they're like last words, and he's like, I'm on drugs. And the fucking this press guy grabs him. He goes, no, no. And he goes, all right, I dig music. And then he goes, no, fuck that. I'm on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a great movie, by the way. Oh, that was, was. A great, movie. great movie. All right, should we move on? Andrew's boner is starting to show through his pantyhose. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm upset you're eating this man's boner, buddy. What the hell, man? Oh, uh, snap, dog. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I don't want to see another man's boner. I have one, and I'm perfectly happy with mine. Thank you. I don't need to see others. Oh, so do you? I, I thought you meant when you said you have one. You all right? Never mind. We should just move on. Let's just move do on. Do you only watch no. being porn on? No, no, nope, we're moving on. Nope, nope, nope. No, we're nope. exploring this space. No, nope. exploring nope. this space. Stop. 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 I refuse to answer Stop. that question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're moving on. We're moving on. You heard the moderator. We're moving on. <laughs> the one time you take the high road. <laughs> He's making um, sign language symbols. I don't speak a sign language, however. Would you fucking stop language. for 10 seconds, motherfuckers? <laughs> for Christ's sake, just shut the fuck up for 10 seconds. God damn it. Now I'm marking the 
making your way in the world today takes everything you got. <laughs> Keep on talking when you're not supposed to. You're gonna get shot. Taking a break from all that Rona sure would help a lot. Uh, good thing I got a Bloody Mary. Sometimes you want to go where everybody don't know your name. This is going to get cut. And they're surprised that you came. Because they make it You want to be the people, see? This is for three people. House. You, me, and balls. <laughs> keep going, no. Oh, you couldn't I even keep it going, it. could you? Couldn't even keep it going. I knew I could get you if I got that one. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right there. <clears throat> Give me credit for trying. I got a, I got a Michael Jackson coaster. That's cool. <laughs> oh, you actually do? Holy fuck. Yeah. You know. I, I, you know, I put my money where my mouth is, man. And we support black businesses in this house. And there's this young lady. We brought several T-shirts from her as well, and she does coasters and stuff. So we got a full uh, four pack of their of her coasters. So it's a uh, Michael Jackson, Prince, Aretha Franklin, and Whitney Houston. I got Whitney over here too, by the way. Yeah, I just thought it'd be like the four different stages of Michael. She could do four by the hand, just that alone. Why are you making my <laughs> life harder right now? Because mine already is because the Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. I didn't even introduce it yet. We didn't even talk about it yet. None of this is making the show. Oh, announce it then, goddammit. Well, then you guys shut up for five seconds. Jesus Christ. If I tell you what some fucking goddamn homemade fucking coaster you found. Tony was so flustered he couldn't think of the word fucking coasters. <laughs> Some home- <laughs> There's no way this is making this show. Okay. Let's kiss my ass. <laughs> Shit. That's right. If you haven't heard, if you've been living on Mars, underneath a rock, in a cave, with your fucking fingers in your goddamn ears, you didn't know that Tom Brady is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. That's right. Your fucking ears don't deceive you. Tom Brady is a Buccaneer. Andrew Belaz, I know you have a gigantic boner right now. Probably, it's got to be at least 12 centimeters for TV 12. TV 12... Uh, Chris Godwin already said that he already said he would give up number 12 out of respect for Tom Brady, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, he's the greatest of all time. But let's let Andrew Belaz sit with that more than six hour Viagra boner and let Christopher Platt have the first take here on Tom Brady. Not only and not only exiting New England, but heading to Tampa. No, 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 no. We have a resident Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan in our midst. 
I'm going to fall back. Part of it's because I got to piss. But part of it is also <laughs> because I know that Mr. Belaz is happy as a kid on Christmas morning. Oh. And I'm going to go ahead, before I destroy his world, I'm going to go ahead and let him get his shit in. Because this is my man. And I've grown to love him. And I consider him a friend. And I'm going to go ahead and let him get his uh-huh. shit in. So, Thank Mr. Yeah. Belaz... By all means, brother. The yeah, floor I was, is yours. I, I was trying to make him wait, but you got to piss, so bury me. Go ahead, Andrew. Go to the bathroom, Chris. Dude, you could call me Jesse Spano, because I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. This is so nice. We finally have a quarterback that can see. I don't even care if he can throw down the fucking field. He's he can 40, see. He knows. He's 42. But he can see. What don't you understand about this? Brady has thrown less interceptions in the last three years than Jameis did last year. Jameis, we we had seven games we lost by seven points or less. And Jameis threw like ten interceptions or had ten turn or whatever fucking ridiculous number like that. If there was, if he had fucking 20 interceptions instead of 30, we'd be a playoff team. So what the fuck? And yeah, your cat did kind of make a lot of noise. That even came through on my side. But, oh my God. Like, I mean, last time we had an old guy that played quarterback, his name was Brad Johnson. We went to the fucking Super Bowl and we won. Granted, that was thankfully because that was Gruden that was our coach and they were still using Gruden's offense and he knew about it. And they were kind of stupid because they're the Raiders. But that's not the point. Not the point at all. Not the point at all. Old people play good in Florida. Old people love Florida. Ask everybody from the like the Northeast that moves down to Florida. Old people love Florida. So, yeah, this is fantastic. I mean, I've never said a, a bad word about Tom Brady, obviously. Like, I, I've, I've loved him forever. He is he's now number, number one. He's the GOAT. Ever, ever? Ever, ever? No, I'm kidding. Still, yes. Obviously, I know there's some some shit in his past that's a little hazy, but I mean, I can overlook it because he's Tampa Bay now. And in the great words of Eddie Guerrero, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." So good for him. He got himself six rings. Now, if he can get us one in those two years, I'm happy with that. I don't care if it takes a B. We just need to build a wall around him, like fucking Trump wants to build a wall around America. We need to build a wall around Tom Brady. TB12 and TB, it's going to be good shit. Hopefully we win at least 11 games. That's the way I'm looking at it. But this is fun. TB's got weapons. TB can see. That's awesome. It's nice to have a quarterback with eyes that work. Chris, I'm going to be really quick before I forget this because I don't want to have to remember everything I wanted to say uh, for another 25 fucking minutes for the third topic in a row. Here's the deal. (laughs) First things first. This pretty much solidifies... I hate that fucking guy on the other team. Oh, oh, he's on my team now. Oh, dude, that guy, he's on my team. Yes, I like that. The guy, that guy's on my team. Yes, I really like that guy. That solidifies that horse shit, first and foremost. And second of all, Tampa's going to be good, but they're not getting what they think they're getting, Chris. Back to life. Back, back to reality. Back to the here yeah. and now. Whoa. And the here and now says, 
Mr. Belaz, you guys are getting a 42-year-old quarterback whose best days are beyond him in an offense and a system that is predicated on throwing the ball deep down the field. I don't know if 42-year-old going into 43-year-old Tom Brady has those capabilities to do that anymore. Best case scenario is Montana in his first years, his first year with the Chiefs, where they lost in the AFC title game versus the Bills. Mm-hmm. Best case scenario, you're not going to the ball, you're not winning the chip. He ain't got it no Who more. else is in the NFC? Who else is in the NFC that we have okay. to worry about in the playoffs? Okay, you Saints got uh, might win well, the division, but in the playoffs. Well, let's just go to your division. You got to you got to see Drew B- Breeze twice in Seattle or in um uh New Orleans. Uh, and against the jokes in the playoffs, like his name is Mama Cass. So yeah, let's, but they just signed, that, um, they just signed Manny Sanders. We're gonna pray that um Sean Payton doesn't die from the Rona, and I'm pretty sure he won't. So he still could be there. Who else is in the division? Carolina's in the division. And right? they Teddy, suck. Te- Teddy Bridgewater. They have a they consistent quarterback. B. They just got Teddy B. They do, but they don't really have a running game that much. Well, they have they have Christian McCaffrey. Yes, but not who, a bad running. Do they really have when it comes to an offense. DJ and, Moore. Uh, Atlanta's in the division. I repeat, who just signed Todd But they just signed Todd. He hasn't had knees in like two years. Let's not make it seem like Gurley is that big of an acquisition. Julio Jones, Austin Hooper. Yeah, how much did they do last year? You got you're you're gonna make the playoffs, but you gotta relax, okay? Your best know. case scenario is AFC championship. And Chris, I you just have to keep NFC talking. He's a Tampa and, Bay and fan. I, and I don't even whoa, whoa, think you're gonna whoa. get there. I didn't think your team got blown the doors the fuck off in the NFC Championship and looked like you didn't belong there this year. As long as we put up a fight, I think that's better than what the Packers did against the Niners. I'm sorry, we got we we got in what 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 happened? What game? In what game? The doors were blown the fuck off of your team. Yes, in what yes. game? Yes. What game was that? The NFC Championship. Oh, okay. And your we point? Were, we were in the one, NFC one, Championship. One, in, oh, in what? Do we win one our team division? has a good year. It, it, in football, one team has a good year. There's 32. So, Only one has a good year. In the Tom Brady, Bill Belichick the era, the Packers are second with division titles. They're also uh-huh. second with playoff wins. That's also the, the conference that Bill Belichick ain't in. So good for you. you, you right. Took, so that means the... we've. So that means we've been the best of the NFC, and you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan talking shit to me, a Green Bay Packers fan. Just saying, you you want to try to be like, oh, well, the reality of this situation, the reality of the situation is Aaron Rodgers ain't that great right now either. True, Aaron- true. No, 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 no. You, you, you said it. You said it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You said it all right there. You want to be like the reality of the situation. That's when you should have stopped talking. No. Oh well. Let's see. Forty-two-year-old old ass nope. Brady would no. Uh, reality of the situation. Yes. How many Patriot games did you watch last year, sir? Probably most of them because they're on TV a fucking lot. They're the Patriots. That's they a true are. story. They're, they're like Duke back in the day. They're on show more than Leave It to Beaver. <laughs> I know. I'm just like <laughs> pop. Sixteen. I probably saw twelve. <laughs> oh shit! That was Shout out to Vic, Dick Vitale. And you're still excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. You know what you're getting. Okay. 
Tampa's got two tight ends. Okay. Two tight ends. Brady um. always thrived in two tight ends because they got Cam and Bray, OJ Howard. They're both pretty good. He's got two downfield kind of threats that could stretch the ball. Okay. When Brady had to throw it deep, though it wasn't often, he still threw it deep. He still has about 40, 50 yards easy. Can you now, name two Tampa Bay Buccaneer running backs? Ever or now? On the roster. Oh, that's easy, man. Oh, you mean now. I was about to say. Come on. That was my question. What are you doing? Peyton Barber and Robert Jones. If we need Peyton Barber and Robert Jones. Good for you. Good for you for for looking that up. Good for you for looking that up. Good for you for looking that up. Good for you. You No, Andrew, he looked it up. No, I didn't. I know who my running backs are. Thank you. Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones shared the fucking load last year. That's the only reason I know those two. Yeah. Who's, the, who's, the, who's the third string running back? I, I'm just going to say, don't ask me who the fucking third one is. Third string running back. I don't know who the third string running back is. I'm just saying, man, this was an offense last year that was predicated on a bunch of five and seven step dropbacks and... Brady's not going to have that type of time, and he doesn't have that type of arm. Brady That's can't get it. He's not because he couldn't fucking see. He just had to chuck it downfield and hope his guys were faster. Brady has eyeballs that work. Even if they're 42, even if he's wearing contacts, even if that's his new endorsement down in Tampa Bay when him and Giselle are moving into the old folks' home, I don't fucking care. He can see. He can dink and dunk to Brayton Howard. He can do fucking flea flickers with Ronald Jones and himself and fucking flip it down to Godwin or fucking Evans. I don't give a shit. Because you know what the other thing that makes me excited, to be completely honest? Mike Evans is one of the more inconsistent receivers because he either tries or he doesn't. If your ass gets arguably the greatest quarterback of the NFL history on your team, doesn't that motivate you to want to fucking try every time you're out there? Listen, yeah, all I want to say right now is that Peyton, no, listen, listen, we got to talk about this right now. It's breaking news, even though we don't have the sound for it, but Peyton, Peyton, <laughs> Yeah, Peyton Barber's not even on your fucking team anymore, and your backup is Dare Agunbowale. Back to the show. Okay, free agency just happened. I don't know what exactly who's in the depth chart. We're not even supposed to officially sign anybody or talk about it because that's how the CBA works. So you don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. Who knows? Who knows? It's okay. It's yeah, I'm anyway. getting Montana with the Chiefs vibes that first year. You'll win 10, 11 games, and you'll ultimately lose I mean, in the NFC Championship. That's so where I'm at. That. But you know what? For a team that hasn't made the playoffs in 12 years since Jeff fucking Garcia was the quarterback, that's I think story. we're fine. I think we're okay with making you know the playoffs, what? getting to at least the NFC Championship you, you, game. You know what? And I love Jeff Garcia. I'm not even. Andrew? I'm not even. You know what, Andrew? You know what, Andrew? Andrew? Go, go, go. Shoot, low, Chris. Blow me. Whoa! I, you know, I cheer for a team that hasn't made the Chris, what's below you? What's below you, Chris? What's below you? With Jeff Garcia, and no. we still what's... didn't make the playoffs. I know you made the playoffs with Kelly fucking Holcomb. Figure that one out. That's a true story. Yeah, What's, below below <laughs> What's below you? What's below you? 
There's the, that's the name of the show, What's Below You. It's fine, Chris. Don't worry. You have the young guy, Case Keenum, as the backup to Baker Mayfield. Oh, Case wow. Keenum, man. He's, he's the answer. He's the key. He's, he's got key in the game. Key, before we move on. on. Oh, my move. God. He's on the case, and he's the key, man. Keenum, oh my God. This is so good. He needs to work at that. No, we're not. No, we're not even going to do it. No, we're not even doing a two-hour podcast. Real quick, last topic before we go. While we're talking NFL here, another MVP quarterback. Another. uh, We're we're talking not another because Tom Brady was not this. We're talking a Heisman quarterback. We're talking another college champion. What's the best? What's the best? What's the best possible place for Cam Newton? What's the ceiling, and what's the bottom for him as well? Quickly. I would love to see him land in New England and just be a big middle finger to the entire NFL, but I think he's going to probably end up in Chicago. Well, Chicago just signed Foles, or they just traded for Foles. Yeah, they just traded for Nick Foles. Oh, did they? Okay, so I don't know where the fuck he's going to go. Washington. Rivera's in Washington now. They technically ah, put their guy to help yeah. Wayne Haskins in. So I think that's what it is. I think he's going to go to Washington for a couple years, get back with Ron, hopefully find out if he's completely broken or if he just had a couple injury riddled years. No, that they, broke him. they broke They broke him. That, that, that's my they point. Broke just, him, man. We, this is going to be his make or break year. Of, is he completely broken or was he just kind of injured and dinged up and it never healed? And they broke at the him, worst, and they and they, the worst, and they wasted him. But at the worst, he can help Dwayne Haskins because they're a similar style of quarterback where they're both mobile and they both have big fucking arms. So I don't know how good of a teacher he have may be. You, you you clearly didn't watch a lot of Ohio State games. Dwayne Haskins is not mobile, man. All right, he's this a is a quick. Passer. This is yeah. yeah this is, a this is I, I get it, black yeah. guy. But he's not no, mobile. He mobile so, all right. Yep. No, yep. He's not yep. mobile. He's okay. Master, yep. Man. This was a quick. This was a quick one-off last kind of thing. Here we go. Yep. That's right. He's not mobile. Hey, guys. God damn it. Bridgewater used to be more mobile because then he fucking had that weird hit. Bridgewater was never mobile. He was just smart. Compared to Christian Ponder, wasn't mobile. Well, compared to Christian Ponder, I'm mobile. God damn. That's my point. I, it could be subtle mobility. I'm not talking like I'm not saying he's, he's the best fucking mobile quarterback. He's not RG three or fucking no one, Mike Vick. No buddy. one cares. He, no one cares. No one fucking cares. No one fucking cares. No one cares. No one gives a flying fuck what you're talking about right now. Stop. Stop. Both of you. This is not just directed at you. This is both of you. Stop. Shut up. Stop. 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 The Chargers. The Chargers. The Chargers. That's it. Okay. We're going to go. Nobody gives a shit about them either. You guys want to be. You guys already want it. Just shut up. Just shut up. Quiet. We're moving on. We're moving on. For motherfuck's sake. Just be quiet. Look at this shit. You guys. This is ridiculous. What city are they in, sir? Oh my Nobody god. Know. Los they Angeles. Play, shut up. The They play in the Young Buck backyard in Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows, man. Shit. What the the El Paso Chargers? Nobody knows. 
Nobody knows. If it wasn't so insensitive right now, I'd say I'd rather have the coronavirus, but I can't, so I'm not going to. But you just did, so that's not bad. Yeah. No, I said I said I'm not going to say it because I can't. Well, I'm not gonna. You said it. No, I didn't you, say that. That's yeah, not what I said. Kind of said it. That's like implied. We're moving on. Uh, We're moving on because you're already into topic five because you're saying whatever the, the fuck you want. That's topic five. So here we go. Topic five. My nose. The fuck. Quiet. All right, well, the you motherfuckers fuck? are killing me. It's topic number five. You can talk about whatever the fuck you want, but I thought I'd just start you guys with this. CM Punk said if he was to come back, it'd be like Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, John Cena, or Osprey. Thoughts? Go ahead. Yeah, why not? I know, you know, Balls doesn't like CM Punk, but I do. Fuck him. If he wants to come back, let him fucking come back, but I don't give a shit. He can face whoever the fuck he wants to face. There's plenty of irrelevant matches that I don't watch. Yeah, and they all happen on this continent. So there you go. That's not completely true. Some happen in England. It's not completely <laughs> true, which means it's not completely false. Hey, Do you understand what you're saying? Do there you may be. Sir. There may be like some kind of Chinese. Uh, I don't watch much Australian. There you go. I don't watch much Australian content. You know, Antarctica, the penguins, they're, no, they're not very athletic, so I don't like to really watch that. They've only got a few moves. And I make go to the gas station and buy a scratch off and win a hundred thousand dollars so there you go best friend i'm not gonna buy a scratch off but you know i could yeah okay here's a question what's what's better or what's less dangerous the burrito from the gas station or corona corona man what the fuck <laughs> no you're right i'm just asking so the burrito from the gas station is fucking how old am i how old am i how old am i 37? Well, then the burrito. <laughs> oh, man. That, yeah, that shit been there since the Obama administration, man. I'm not eating that shit. You're giving it credit that it's only been there from the Obama administration. Right, I probably go uh, W, right? W, yeah, W Jr. I could probably go Jr. You're it's, right. It's, it's got instructions for Reaganomics on the back. <laughs> and then you're like, what the fuck is this? It doesn't even have microwave instructions. <laughs> Heat oven to 375. <laughs> for 15 to 20 minutes. Flipping at 15 minutes to get brown on both sides. <laughs> And everybody knows that at its heart, Pot is War is a cooking show. That is very true. Yo, so Amber got caught up in Corona fever and went out to the uh, to the grocery store last Saturday without me, mind you, 
and bought a, a whole fucking turkey because they didn't have anything else. So I got a whole fucking turkey sitting in my freezer that I got to figure out some shit to do with. I've been to, I done Google like splattercocking meat and shit like that. Like splattercocking is like when you cut out the backbone and then cook it on its on the breast side and shit like that. Like I've been to. I'm glad yeah, you I've been, explained that because I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. I'm like splattercocking yeah. is something else. Yeah. German Listen, porn. Splattercocking, you come out in the freezer. What the hell? Nine, nine. <laughs> I got something perfectly practical for you, right? Spring Thanksgiving. What do you have the most leftovers from? Thanksgiving. You got the bird. Take what you can get with some fixings and everything else around it. You know, little sweet potatoes, little greens, whatever you can get. Little cranberry sauce. Maybe you get a, 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 a pumpkin pie. But you have leftovers for weeks and you don't have to go anywhere. That's what you need right now. It's perfect. Quarantine Thanksgiving. I like it. Okay, so Easter, cool. So that being said, speaking of Easter, the reason the season uh, is at sinktees.com forward slash the chair shot and go pick up a Jesus did the job and his dad was the promoter shirt. Again, at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Please and thank you, thank you, and please. Nobody has anything to say. You what do you want me to way? say? You just did a commercial. Good for you. Bring it back. Uh, that was I mean, great. You set me up, man. You you literally put the ball on the tee. What was what was I supposed to do? Oh, great commercial, Chris. We're back, everybody here on Pot is More. It's been fucking phenomenal evening. We just talked about Easter, you know, spring Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, I can be a. I can be a. I can, I can be Easter. a. Hey, I can be a dick like you guys. Fuck off. What if the Pope canceled Easter? Is that just? What the fuck does that even say for, like, the church? I'm just saying, man, some years <laughs> Jesus died in, in he's, March. He's dead. Jesus died in <laughs> April. What the fuck, man? <laughs> what <laughs> Maybe kind he of in June said? this year when everything's copacetic. You know what I mean? What the fuck? It's like, like, don't come around, get your palms. Jesus stays dead this year. Fuck y'all. We see you Christmas. What uh, the fuck? <laughs> you know, sometimes he died in March. Sometimes he died in April. Why can't, why can't he die in June this year? What the fuck? Oh, they're just gonna postpone Easter? I don't know what they're doing, man. I don't have a, a direct line yeah. to the Pope, motherfucker. Ain't that, ain't that chocolate gonna melt eventually if it's just sitting there in the summer heat? That's why don't we talk fun. about That's how? Why don't we talk crack. about how accurate the uh, actual having of Easter is? Everybody? Did you just say black don't crack? Is that what you said? Because it's talking about chocolate melting. Yeah, that's what you said. <laughs> I'm like, that's a great response if you did. Right on, so brother. Yeah, but what happens what happens to milk chocolate? What happens to milk chocolate? I mean, hell, I got a little milk in me. Have you seen me? I still don't crack. There we go. I'm damn near 40 looking 25. What the fuck? Stop rubbing it in. Fuck ass. <laughs> fuck, it, fuck ass. Hey, man, I'm just saying, man, a little moisturizer would help you. That's the great thing about this coronavirus, man, because you melon farmers have to actually wash your hands now. So now that we got you washing your hands, maybe you'll use some moisturizer as well. What the fuck are you talking about? I fucking wash my hands all the time. I use moisturizer all the time. What, what the fuck are you talking about? You are the exception, not the rule, sir, and you know that. Don't act like I'm just talking out of school. You already know. Well, then say Andrew and you other Whoa. guys besides Tony. <laughs> no. He's generalizing, and that's how generalizing works. Get over it. 
sensitive ass motherfucker. You heard the man. Is anybody else not weirded out by the fact that we that America we're supposed to be the leaders in the world? We have been brought brought to our knees by a virus that can literally be avoided and eradicated by simply washing your hands and keeping them out of your mouth. Dude, we ain't the leaders. We're have like we, the kids. But we are the kids on the fucking short bus that just think they're cool because every seat's the back seat. That's how that fucking works. Well, That's no, America lately. We're Debo though. Like we're just. <laughs> I mean, we're Debo. And, you know, when it comes down to it, we'll fuck them up. So don't nobody really want, you know, no beef with us. Yeah, but right now we're, we're trapped in the dog catcher van or whatever the fuck that is. It's, <laughs> it's Friday, too. It's, <laughs> I'm just saying, man. It's next Friday right now. <laughs> Can you imagine if some shit happened? And we talked about this off air, man. If, you know, the banks shut down and we couldn't get access to our money or, you know, we couldn't go to the grocery store. Like, we would be fucked up, man. We'd literally become feral in less than 72 hours. That shit is kind of scary when you think about it. I mean, shit, people are already complaining. What do I pay Amazon Prime for when they have to wait, like, an extra two or three days? They're just like, I'm so inconvenienced. I didn't get my Blu-ray tomorrow. I got it yesterday. What the fuck it is? I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> let, let me say this, man. Everybody under the under the sound of my voice, Okay. I, I here, but everything is going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Just relax. Calm down. Turn off the TV because the TV is trying to make you wash your hands. Keep them out your mouth. We're going to get through this. It may get worse before it gets better, but I promise you we're going to get through this. In the meantime, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. Everybody in the sound of my voice, go get you a bug out bag. Okay? Make sure you have plenty of water. Make sure you have plenty of non-perishable food items. Make sure you practice your Second Amendment, because smelling farmers are crazy. Damn right. And everything is going to be okay. I promise. I, I literally promise we're going to get through this, alright? And we're going to get through this together. Because the bottom line is, man, whether black, white, red, or brown, the bottom line is, man, we are all the same. And we're going to get through this. And the only way that we're going to get through this is, is together. And I know we make a lot of jokes on this podcast, man. We make a lot of racial jokes. We literally give shit to every racial category and everybody else in the world. But the bottom line is we make these jokes because we legitimately have love for everybody. And we don't it, – it is what it is, man. We're all human. And the bottom line is we're all human. And the only way we're going to get through this is together. Like We don't have the luxury of being scared of our fellow human being anymore, okay? Because the only way we're going to get through this is together. But I promise you, we are going to get through this. So everybody take a deep breath, turn off the TV, turn off CNN, turn off MSNBC, turn off Fox. And I promise you, we're going to get through this. Just wash your hands, wash your ass. And keep them out your mouth. Yeah, you're not wrong. <clears throat> Everybody kind of overreacts a little bit. Granted, I, I will add the whole, if you have family members that are elderly or family members that are really small or do have asthma or something like that, yeah, it's more of a serious situation for you. But so is pneumonia. So is the croup for some children. So is a whole bunch of other things that just hit people differently depending on what their health situation is. But the fact that you have to assume 
let's just say 80% of 20 to 40 year old Americans are probably in okay enough health, you're fine. It's not going to be that bad. It's going to be an inconvenience. It's going to suck a little bit. Maybe you should have ate more dirt as a kid. Maybe you should have your kids go out and drink from a fucking hose. Go play in the park. Eat worms. I don't know. Lick the porch. Do something. I don't know. Just fucking build up the immune system. Stop being fucking babies. And we'll get through this. I'm I'm just saying before we get out of here, man. I mean, this podcast. I mean, we we you know we we try to tell some jokes and we didn't talk as much about the corona because everybody's been talking about a corona and we wanted to give you all something to kind of take your mind off of the situation because you know shit is real right now. Shit is fucked up in a, in a lot of places, but relax, man. Everything's gonna be okay. And this podcast actually serves as a microcosm of the human spirit and how great we can be because I mean we are three gentlemen that you know we probably would have never met each other but we bonded over this this love that we had for this weird wacky wonderful thing that's known as pro wrestling and you know just that one thing that we had in common we were able to bond and figure out oh we're, we're all also alcoholics and assholes and, and we formed a, a bond <laughs> and a friendship just off of that, that and that's really what I'm trying to get to man and we're going to get through this it's going to be together and we have more in common than we do apart and that's the thing that fucks me up man because you know, with the where you're you're supposed to bond on your similarities, and we have much more in common than we do apart because we're all human beings. You know, we all breathe, shit, fuck, eat, drink water. You know what I mean? And then our differences—that's where we're supposed to find the interesting parts. You know what I mean? That's what we're supposed to find interesting is the differences, not be scared of the differences. And I mean, if this isn't Maybe y'all just gonna have to wait till they uh, come out with the fact that there's UFOs, and then maybe then the human race will get its shit together and understand that we're in this together. Maybe that's what it takes, because clearly the Rona ain't doing it. So maybe that's what it takes. But the bottom line is, man, again, like I said, everything's gonna be okay. Just relax and just keep the human. Don't <sighs> just maintain your humanity. That's all I ask. Because shit is going to get real. Motherfuckers is buying up ammo and shit. Just maintain your humanity. That's all I ask. And I promise, shit is going to get better. It might get worse before it gets better, but it's going to get better. But in the meantime, in Praetorian time, we tried to give you a little bit of uh, refuge from what the fuck is going on. And I hope we provided that. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, y'all. I'm trying to be poetic and, and poignant. And I failed miserably. So that being said, Mr. Blast, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at IWC Warchief. And you know the best part about your UFO comment is that since Corona apparently is uh, it has evoked this this image for people that if you have a sneeze and a cough, you need to wipe your ass. Maybe seeing flying discs in the sky will make motherfuckers finally use their fucking turn signal. I don't know what the fuck we have to do, but if you're washing your hands and washing your ass now, use the fucking turn signal. He's got a point, people. Use your fucking turn signal. Not when you, you bogart your way into the lane and then flip the turn signal on to signify what the <laughs> fuck you just did. Because I know y'all have seen that. <laughs> yeah, I live that every day. Yeah. Welcome to New Jersey. He's not wrong. Hey, man, you guys can find me on Twitter at the Real C Platt. 
bring your comments, questions, and concerns. But more importantly, you're at home. You ain't doing shit. You know you're miss shopping. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot and pick up a t-shirt. What the fuck, man? It's like 20 bucks, man. Maybe like 23 with some taxes and shit like, like that. You might pay like 25, 26. But what the fuck, man? You enjoy the product we're giving you because you're listening right fucking now. So you want to continue to hear what we got to say, right? So show us some love, man. What's $24, $25, $26, dollars man? You sitting in the house. You're, you're having retail anxiety anyway. You want to spend some money. So show us some love, man. And we got a t-shirt for everybody, man. Again, go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shop. Please, thank you, thank you. And please, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Moderator, as he's looking around, I'm clearly fucking shit up right now. So Mr. Moderator, man, what do you have to say, sir? My name is PC Tony. You can find me at PC Tony, and that's where you can find all the ways you can find me. In addition, I just want to say, I think it would be really cool if Vince's way of fucking with the WWE Universe this year would be not only to have Bray Wyatt get into a feud with John Cena again, not only to show how John Cena beat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania last time again, but to once again have John Cena beat Bray Wyatt again. (laughs) Hey man, stay safe from that Rona. Wash your hands, wipe down your counters, hide your kids, hide your wife. For Mr. Andrew Blast, for the Commissioner PC Tunney, I'm Christopher Platt. Thank you all for tuning in to the latest edition of Pot is War. We'll be better next time, I promise. And until next time, be safe, man. And be kind to each other. God damn. Let's not be animals. God damn. Can we do that? Can we actually be human beings for a fucking change? Please and thank you, thank you, and please. Anywho, hit it, Carly. And I beg for Shalom.